Hi, and welcome to Tap Tap Concede episode 400. We have nothing special planned, but wanted to mark that. I it, It's been some time since uh, gathering around the uh, small MacBook in the uh, what accounted for a, a studio in Moonbase 3, where we started it. But uh, yeah, 400 episodes this show. You've done this. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you for your constant support. <laughs> and now, the show where we do not mark this occasion at all. Enjoy! Broadcasting live from Rafine's Tower on the plain of New Capenna, this is Tap Tap Concede. Welcome everybody to Tap Tap Concede. Whoops. <laughs> That's where it cuts, sorry. Oh, sorry. It's okay. I thought you were going to introduce the uh, Right. Normally, I'd, 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 uh, when uh, James uh, uh, does it, I'd do like the, like the, the, the Tap Tap Concede and then like, welcome everybody and then oh. cut, cut there. So okay. we'll do it again. Broadcasting live from Rafine's Tower on the plain of New Capenna, this is Tap Tap Concede. Welcome everybody to Tap Tap Concede. My name is Graham. Joining me is Cameron huh? and Nelson. Also here. And today we're going to be talking about, yeah, uh, from from neon to new. It's uh, We already have some information to go off on for the streets of New Capenna. We're going to be talking a little bit about the the Gladiator games, um, touch on some other stuff for Kamigawa Limited, maybe also Standard, who knows? But all of this, uh, as always, is brought to you by Card Kingdom. Please check out cardkingdom.com slash LRR. That lets them know that we sent you, and we send you because they're great, excellent customer service, tremendously fast shipping, and... You can tell them loading ready run sent me button please and they'll give you a little button which right now is a loving reprint of math is for blockers uh, and of course this show and everything we do is brought to you by you and your kind support of our patreon at patreon.com slash loading ready run last week was the uh, nicknames thank you all for your uh, um, uh, comments on that that was a fun time um, but uh, <laughs> during that week like the day before we recorded that they wizards did a uh, they did their like weekly MTG show and they were like hey tune in to see some stuff about streets in New Capenna and we were discussing because we were like what are we going to talk about on Tap Tap this week and we decided to do the nicknames because it was a good time in the sort of the overall schedule to do it and we were like wait hold on <laughs> New Capenna it's what didn't Kamigawa just hold on yeah what? oh uh, th- thank God a new set's coming out I just finished my pre-release <laughs> yeah yeah we and hadn't I even was recorded like, the nicknames episode yeah. yet. yeah. Yeah, I I had almost gotten through my second sealed. I was really worried that I would have to play Kamigawa again. Yeah. It, so this is the spoilers spoiler season has not technically begun, but this is part of their what was the term they used? Release cadence, I suppose. Oh, okay, okay. For yeah. how they were anyway, so this is an early tease. They give you a little amuse bouche just as soon as you've sat down. This is the yeah. uh for the streets of New Capenna free bread that's on the table. Yes. It's a free bread for everybody. <laughs> Spoiling. That's very good, Paul. Um so we didn't get a huge amount of like actual card spoil. In fact, only one spell. But uh we did get a cycle of lands. It's the other half of the triomes. Mm-hmm. Only I Yay. guess two years later, almost exactly, because it would Icoria was this same slot in the year 
yes. in 2020. Oh. Wait, is that right? Yes, yeah. Theros then it, Ikoria, yeah, right? Yeah, because Ikoria was the one that, it was the first one everyone played at home only yes, because it, which right. was everybody was like, oh, good thing we're only right. playing this on Arena because all these tokens or counters or whatever. Anyway. Yeah. That so, and mutate being confusing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So they're not called triomes, but uh, we do have, uh, for example, Jetmir's Garden, which is a f- mountain forest plains, taps for red, green, or white, enters tapped, and has cycling three. Mark Rosewater confirmed these are the only cards in the set with cycling, mm-hmm. unlike Ikoria. So Jetmir's Garden is um, uh, red, green, white. We've got Rafine's Tower, which is, what's this, Esper? These are the Alara. Uh, this is Grixis. So, sorry. Nope, Esper. Oh, it it's is Esper. White. It's white, oh, not red. Oh, there, sorry. Yeah. I, I, right. Right, all right. Yeah, so uh, Rafine's Tower, a Plains Island Swamp. Spara's Headquarters, a Forest Plains Island. Xander's Lounge. This There's is the Grixis, Grixis one. Mm, yeah. Mm. yeah. Which is uh, hey, an island looks... swamp mountain. Oh, it looks nice in there. And yeah. uh, maybe, uh, you know, this might be a... Um, What's the word? Sorry. Something that comes after something else of the luxury suite. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, uh, the, the epilogue. Yeah. Antecedent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what if I uh, quit and someone took my place on the show? Successor? They would be my successor. That is the word I was looking for. Sorry. I was so loud about it. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Spiritual successor to yeah, the luxury they added, suite. They added blue now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, Room I would totally. Room for three on the, on the luxury suite now. Yeah. Right? You know, you would go to that. Uh, you would go to the, 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 the lounge and you would order the drink from um, Lost in Translation and the bartender would roll their eyes at you. <laughs> Which is apparently a thing in, in Tokyo. If you go to that bar and order the same drink, the bartender's like will spit in it directly in front of you. <laughs> Yikes. It's probably it, that probably comes up less these days. I mm. would I would assume maybe not. Who knows. Looking anyway, forward to meeting Xander if they keep a place like this. Like, like you yeah. want to get into Xander's good graces. Comfy place for some cocktails. And the last mm. one is Zayatora's Proving Grounds. Mm. Um, which of course is the uh, Jund. It's the Swamp Mountain Forest. Restless riveters can always find a sparring partner in the sprawling Treza warehouse. Good old underground boxing ring. Yeah, gotta love it. So, as someone who builds bad standard decks, I'm very excited for these first five cards, <laughs> cards that we've seen. Yeah, very excited. So the 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 flavor here and what we've learned about the the set is the the, the five families because New Capenna is run by five crime families essentially uh, that are in these shards, um, and so they they are the Obscura. Which is the white, blue, black? Okay, so the the Esper, yeah, yeah. Obscura. Their their symbol is it's a hand with a keyhole and a dagger, sort of like a the dagger is positioned sort of like an Assassin's Creed hidden blade. Hmm. Um, looking looking very cool there. The the Maestros, which is the blue, black, red, and they have uh, some crossed daggers over a a cocktail glass, I suppose. Maybe a coin, perhaps a little unclear. You were saying mm-hmm. art vampires, Cameron. Yeah, I've I've heard that these are the art vampires. Love it. I'm in. Uh, the riveters, which are the jund ones, black, red, green. Their their icon is a a, a hammer and anvil. Mm-hmm. So they're just, the ones with the underground fighting ring. Yeah, just you know, your totally standard um uh, uh labor union. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The crime family that's for the people. Yeah, mm-hmm. the cabaretti. Their 
symbol is like a, a masquerade mask with a crown, hmm. I think. So it looks a little, um, oh, what's the word? There's like inverted skyscrapers draping beneath the yeah. circle behind the face, right? What, what's the word that means owl-like? There's a word for that, isn't there? Ah, uh, yes, probably. It's a very. It's the face is like it's a and little. Michelle bit, would know it. The face is a little sort of like Harlequin clown, but also a little owlish. Yeah, yeah. The the, it it's, it it's a nose, but it could also be a beak. Yeah. Am right? I am I making this up? Is this is this a word that I just think should exist? No, I mean like the, there's 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 other words that like the one that springs to mind immediately is Strygian. Strygian. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Cool. There we go. Learn something today. Welcome to Tap Tap Google. Uh, and uh, finally, the brokers, who are green, white, blue, and uh, their symbol is a bird with, what is that in the middle of the bird? Uh, Jewelry? There's something going on there. Hmm. It may just be a fancy Art Deco bird. Could be like meant to be a spade, like the, a shovel at the bottom, right? Or a drill. Mm-hmm. Like there's that diamond shape that looks like you know, has weight above it. Yeah. And we assume that the names on these lands, um, uh, Xander, Jetmir, Rafine, Spara, and Zyatora are the heads of these families, mm -hmm. I, I would assume, or at least someone important in the families. Um, uh, actually, I should read more of the flavor text. Uh, Jetmere's Garden says, The park-like Cabareth grounds offer rest, food, and the perfect place to shake off a tail. Uh, Rafine's Tower says, The Obscura's cloud spire dominates the skyline. Its eye, a beacon of progress that sees all. Oh, good. Spar's headquarters. To most, the Nido Sanctuary is an office complex. To the brokers, it's a vault of secrets. Uh, and uh, we read Zyator's Proving Grounds and Xander's Lounge. Maestro's agents can lie low in high style at the opulent Shadow Hostel. <laughs> Love it. So, yeah, that that's uh, that's pretty cool. Um, I'm already... Petition to move in. Yeah, I'm already digging the flavor. Um, there's a single... Um, uh, a single spell, which is um, uh, indicating that each of the families get their own ascendancy. We've seen ascendancies before in a variety of situations. Uh, so the one that was spoiled was the Broker's Ascendancy, which is an enchantment cast for green, white, blue. And it says, at the beginning of your end step, put a plus one, plus one counter on each creature you control and a loyalty counter on each planeswalker you control. Uh, which feels... Seems pretty good. Very yeah. good. Yeah. Very yeah. good. I heard you like glorious anthems. Yo, dog. What, what if, if just keep what, getting better? I heard yeah, you what like if we played a said. glorious anthem every turn? Yeah. Yeah. And we also pump your planeswalkers. A Johnny likes it. <laughs> yeah. A Johnny just loves this card. Yeah. I guess I guess we're seeing the uh new and controversial and seldom seen Bant likes counters <laughs> theme. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If only there were some other cards in standard that cares cared about plus one plus one counters on your creatures, right? Mm -hmm. Um, we also saw the uh, showcase version of this was on the stream, and oh, it's yeah. a Cubist painting. It's done in like a, hey, Picasso, I like it. Yeah. 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 Pretty it's, sweet, hey? It's, uh, yeah, it, the, the, the Art Deco frame and the, the, the style of the, 
the the painting here is super cool. I'm going to very much enjoy the showcase uh, frames for this. And they also showed a cycle of um, the full art basic lands, a couple of which um, really stand out to me. Mm -hmm. uh, but if we look at uh, the planes, um, that this one in Ooh. particular. Yeah. yeah, by yeah. It's like the cover of Metropolis or whatever a little bit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Elect Electro Deco. Hmm. Nice uh, but yeah, this this very much reminds me of Atropolis. There's mm -hmm. uh, one of the islands in particular has with an enormous statue on it. Uh, awesome! <laughs> I hadn't seen this yet. Yeah, no, this is very very cool. There's there's two in each, and one is per, per, perhaps a little more stylized than others. Uh, oh, uh, Cameron, this mountain by Anne Sophie de Stuer. Mm -hmm. um, the uh, this one, oh, very good. Right, Sick. that one just yeah, looks like, tremendous. The Art Deco thing is very powerful, yeah. right? And like, it's going to be an expensive foil. <laughs> literally powerful. It's meant to convey that sense of like permanence and strength and power and, uh, well, ascendancy, right? Yeah, you know, everything's forged in gold, like the. Mm -hmm. you know, but like all the long vertical unbroken lines, right? Okay, that kind of draw the eye upward, and you're just like, oh, this thing is really big, and it feels like it's not going to fall on me in the same way that you know you don't think of an elephant <laughs> right? right it's like the senate building at the university of london that gets used in every uh like period drama about like fascism mm. <laughs> right like it gets used as the ministry of truth in every 1984 mm. adaptation right this yeah this is where the power is you know collected or whatever yeah right? yeah. yeah yeah each of the uh, similarly each of those I guess we're just going to call them triomes, uh, also had um, two different variants. Uh, one that was a borderless that was sort of focused primarily on the the family's symbol, uh, which I assume is this is like a like a detail shot in that place. Like this doesn't really give a sense of place. I guess we just sort of assume that this is their logo appearing in hmm. Rafine's tower or Jetmere's garden or whatever uh, and then there's a different other cycle of these lands with a showcase frame and slightly more stylized art but still um, mm -hmm. yeah the one for Rafine's tower in particular also by Electro Deco um, check on your shopkeep friends make sure they're okay yeah, yeah. honestly like getting Three out different when I did turned out to be like probably dodging a just, lot of headaches just before God. booster fun yeah I <laughs> yeah. did like pandemic dropped and I ran out of a job at Yellow Jacket right around when project booster fun was really rearing its ugly head in terms of sorting all these cards um, mm -hmm. but gorgeous I would really love to see the obscura ascendancy basically or like the um the 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 riveter ascendancy maybe might be the more appropriate one where it just looks like Guernica and then in the uh the regular art it has that painting in the background being covered over <laughs> you know like the like the way that Guernica which is the Picasso painting of uh a bombing of a city of Guernica during mm. the uh god was it the Spanish Civil War first major bombing by air of a city uh hangs in the UN Security Council okay yeah and when the Americans made their case for the invasion of Iraq they had it covered oh wow <laughs> which was just like like so you, you but so you thought <laughs> so you realized <laughs> yes that this was a bad look <laughs> and your your solution was cover the guernica yeah yeah i think I, I mean that's probably getting it wrong in some way but that's the way that my brain remembered it 
If you remember it better, let us know. I'm going to read those. Comments. But I could see like, you know, that would be a fun art brief. Yeah. Uh, and they also revealed a bunch of the details of, uh, you know, like how you can actually get the product. Um, it's basically what you'd expect. Draft boosters, set boosters, collector boosters. There's a bundle. There's themed boosters. Um, there will be pre-release packs. And there will be five commander decks, one for each family. Hmm. Uh, also, there's the going to be in-store commander launch parties uh, taking place April 29th to May 1st, which features a promotional version of Swiftfoot boots. Uh, nice. And oh. in North America, new to Magic players can join their friends in the commander launch party action where bringing a friend gets them a promotional mind stone. So that's neat. Baller. Yeah. yeah. Good card. I also, like, commander launch parties. I like that that's it's smart. Yeah, the stones, like their holders, were drawn to each other, united. Their true power awoke. It's like Aww. friendship. Friendship. Mm, that's I cute. I like that. That is cute. Bring your friend and then bully them in yeah. commander. <laughs> Bring yeah. your the friend. simplest format. And then and then tear their card in half and draw one of your own. Yep. Just kidding. Don't do that. Yeah. So. Bring your friend. And then for the... the uh, little sorry, for the tiny cost of breaking your mind in half, you too can enjoy the fun of magic. <laughs> they list. We should get them to put the pre-release on this list, just because they list like it's an official thing that we do with wizards. Yeah, and they've got sure, like yeah. they've got they have a big list on the page here of like the story starts landing March twenty eighth. The story video on the thirty first. The debut video and previews begin April 7th. The card image gallery will be complete by the 15th. Commander previews will be... This is of April now. Uh, commander previews on the 18th to 19th. The commander card image gallery will be complete on the 20th. In-store pre-release events on the 22nd. MTG Arena and online on the 28th. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. Uh, the launch trailer on the 28th. The worldwide release on the 29th. Commander launch parties on the 29th. Game day is May 7th. And the store champs are July 9th. So all the all the relevant dates, except for the pre pre release, uh, which is happening, it'll be about a week before the pre release. You can just sort of assume that that's <laughs> a given uh, going forward. One last thing that I wanted to say was how much I enjoy the um, the 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 expansion symbol for this set. It's it's a brass knuckle, nice with wings. <laughs> I just kind of like it's like wow, really. I wouldn't have expected magic to go with the brass knuckle as their knuckles. Brass, it's a single yeah. if it's a single thing, it's got more than one knuckle. So I guess it's it's a brass knuckles. That's I think, I think correct. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's weird, right? But it's like a always set plural. Of, a set of knuckles. Mm-hmm. I think you have a brass knuckles. Yeah. Or you have a pair of brass knuckles. If right, one one for each hand. Yeah. Yeah, to save wear and tear on the hands when you're administering a little chin music. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, it's yeah. so weird that like the release cadence they talked about before goes from early March to mid July. Yeah, can we talk about that for a second too? Have we talked mentioned on yeah. on TTC that standard rotation is happening at a different time this year? Is it? I didn't know that. I believe it's happening with the first of the two sets on Dominaria in like August instead of the Ooh. fourth major set of the oh. year. Yeah, because usually me if I'm wrong. Would... I like read a tweet and I didn't go and dig into it real real i will hard, look but, it up okay but i believe you're lying rotation i think i think aaron forsyth like confirmed it um or maybe it was mark rosenberg confirmed it someone someone official confirmed it that it was like standard has like a normal number of of sets between five and eight but it's they're moving it back one step in the you know hmm. release 
agenda of, of the year, whereas typically we have fall standard rotates. And now we're going to have, I think, summer standard rotates. But also it's a really long time between new competitors release and that first like in terms of days, like total days, like no, I think so. Dominaria United mm-hmm. comes out is the September release, which okay. is when Standard would normally rotate, right? Because it rotated with Midnight Hunt. Yeah, but I think and it's in the Midnight Hunt slot, and then Brothers War is in the Crimson Vow slot. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Sorry, is sorry. Well, is Crimson Vow coming? Sorry, the Crimson Vow slot is like a December set, right? Mm-hmm. So is that when it's happening, or is it? Summer, because like last year was a pretty weird year for Magic too, with Instra being split into two sets. Normally we have like uh, early winter that was Kamigawa in the early part of the year, like January, early February, and then a, a spring, a summer, and a fall, right. and that's it. Like that was the old model for many years back in the days of Magic blocks. Mm-hmm. And in in the fall set, like aligned with the school year, the standard format rotates. So, yeah, we can talk about that next week. It's fine. I can't find any specific information to... If that goes real rocky, but the trade-off is we get paper pre-releases before the digital release of the set, I'll take it. <laughs> I can't find anything to to support or refute okay. what you have said. Okay. <laughs> so Someone in the comments, I'm sure by now, you're watching, someone will have already been like, yeah, it was this tweet. Uh, and, you know, I'll go in and like that. <laughs> well, hey, speaking of standard, you've been actually playing hmm. a little bit of it. Yeah, I've recently. been enjoying this standard format a lot. I, Wait, really, really cool. Yeah, really? yeah. Wow, no, I haven't played much standard. <laughs> and and it was on the back of a limited set that I still like a lot too. Like, I think this is my number two favorite limited release of like the past five years because Call Time, I just couldn't get out of the draft queue. I just played the draft queue. And you loved Call Time. Until, yeah, until, um, what even was the next set after that? Until Strixhaven came out. Oh, I had a lot of fun with Strixhaven. I liked it too. I liked Strixhaven like a very normal or more amount. Mm-hmm. But I just loved Call Time. Um, but this set, it's like I played up until the sealed open. And then after that weekend, I was a little dejected. Well, we can come back to that. Uh, <laughs> and then I started getting into standard because there was just like various cards that I'm, I'm inspired to be like, yeah, I want to find out what, what happens when you can jam four of these with four of these in the same deck. So currently my like my my pet is uh, Wraths and Sagas. Featuring one copy of Tameshi to get the sagas back if the game goes really late. And I mean, it's like five color and includes Kami War. Story time with Tameshi seems really great. Story like, what time are the with all Tameshi. Time, what are the all-time sagas? Well, you got to play Binding the Old Gods, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Although on color, you have kind of a blue Binding of the Old Gods and expressive iteration. Okay. So for four mana, you can pretty easily like take care of a permanent, at least for a turn. And then to help fuel like you know Tameshi having plays when you're not at 12 or 15 mana yet um in the two drop slot i'm playing a lot of spirited companions everyone loves a good boy and path of the world tree because that's like a spirited companion for the purpose of like you play a card and on two and it cycles like it gets you back another card um also helps you develop your mana because at the top we're playing the cami war uh to be like you know Binding of the old gods, numbers num- like numbers number ten and twelve or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. So I think it's like I'm playing right now, like two express iteration and two cami war. So it's like binding the old gods five through eight, um, and also wake the trolls, which I'm not sure is going to stick around in the list. But it's just mm-hmm. like there's a bunch of decks right now that like play a bunch of permanents, but then if you but they just try to get you in a position like mono green is generally like this. Like 
uh, Eska's chariots, which you have to deal with, especially outside of your, your doom scars and a bunch of creatures and maybe old growth trolls. So like the farewell puts in a lot of work, like exiling these creatures that have death triggers or the Kami work and hit the right one. But then they'll just kill you with their layer of the Hydra. So you kind of need like some land destruction if you're trying this. This deck is trying to be the like, you know, stop everything they're doing fully hard control strategy and, yeah, waking the trolls is the one that you get to destroy a land so you're picking off their yeah you take out their afr creature land oh wow okay yeah and then you get to steal it the next turn <laughs> right of course oh, oh that's and you play better. some felidar retreats too which work really well with tameshi as well as with waking the trolls oh wow and with binding the old god everything in your deck like kind of puts lands into play sweet your binding the old gods tend to like in the current version i'm running at least the binding the old gods like runs out of forests so, I don't know. There's probably some other cool decks that, that are playing, like, Felidar Retreat next to some of these other cards to get lands in. This sounds like exactly my kind of hateful magic. <laughs> it's fun, yeah. I mean, it's a five-color ramp deck that's also, like, a very kind of mean-controlling deck. It gets run over a bunch, and, like, the win rate's not amazing. Um, but so, I think Standard's pretty cool right now. What's the what's the mana base in this like? So, I'm playing, like, some of, like, kind of like a, a Highlander sprinkling of several... Um, do we have a name for these, by the way? This came up on my stream the other day, and I had no idea. Um, and I'd like for there to be a good name, but it's the cycle of rare lands from Midnight Hunt and Crimson Vow, where you have to have at least two lands in, and then they come to play untapped. Are they just slow lands? Are they slow duels? It's like... I don't remember. Yeah. So the, these are the rare lands from both Innistrad sets. Together completed the cycle. Rockfall Veil is one of them, and Sundown Pass is another. And uh, like, if you have two or more lands, they're untapped. So the, as long as they're your third land. Right, right, right. I feel like Slow it's land. Slow land? Sure. Slow land. Slow lands. Sure. Yep, that's fine. Sure. They're the opposite of fast lands, that's basically. A- according to MTG Wiki. So I'm fine with it. Yeah, these slow duels are great because they're not that slow. It's just the first two turns where you're locked off plays. Hmm. So if you play like some of these and some basics and some pathways, uh, you, you have pretty good mana. For hmm. in terms of like your making your land drops, mm-hmm. right? Like that, my deck. Does, I'm not playing any AFR lands. Those are the ones like the AFR creature lands almost always come into play tapped. Yeah. So because the like mana you want to spend on your spells like gets up to six, you want to reliably hit six, and then like as the game progresses, sometimes you want to be able to go four plus four or six plus four or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you're often like needing to find or hit or like draw into lands come to play tap. I like these and I like the basics and I like the pathways, um, but I'm not currently playing any of the AFR creature lands, although those are very popular. Mm-hmm. Uh, the AFR creature lands, like in the standard um, mana base, it's like the pathways, you know, between Kaldheim and Zendikar, you've got all the pathways and the AFR duels, or sorry, not duels, the AFR creature lands are kind of the most common, I would say. Mm-hmm. Do you, how many, but you still have to run a fair, well, an amount of basics for Path of the World. Yeah. Tree. Oh, and I'm playing two Kaldheim snow duels as well for Binding of the Old Gods. Path of the World Tree needs you to have like one of each basic if you want to do the thing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then uh, Binding of the Old Gods can get a forest so i'm playing one arctic veil and one woodland chasm so that you can fix your mana for the colors you likely don't have okay yeah maybe it's not woodland chasm sorry it's definitely i it's like going and getting white is like really important so binding old gods means you've already gotten black together so i think i have the green white and the green red Snow, snow common duels. That right, always Binding the Old tapped. Gods goes looking for its, any forest. Any forest. So that's getting, mm. Binding the Old Gods getting way better next set because you can go get a Triome. 
Oh yeah! Wow. Yeah. Oh, so I'm wow. excited about that. You know, my my silly Kami War Tameshi deck might not still be around, but Binding of the Old Gods will still be around. <laughs> so people will be getting triumphs with Binding of the Old Gods. Okay, sweet. Yeah. Um, cool. And then, but the shape of standard, I think, is pretty cool right now too. There's um, uh, All Runes Epiphany has been banned, but Blue Red Goldspan Dragon into Galvanic uh, Iteration Shenanigans is still around. You can mm. you can still just like. Uh, you know, galvanic iteration your way into a cleaved alchemist gambit to like end the game with barely anything on the board. You know, take three turns in a row, or you can galvanic iteration is one from AFR that's blue red instant. When you cast your next instant or sorcery spell this turn, copy it. You can choose new targets that flashes back for one blue red midnight hunt. But yeah, sorry, midnight hunt. Sorry, wait. What? Oh, yes. Yeah, Isn't that funny? Those two, they came out right in a row, and, and it's like a dragon head and then a wolf head, and it's impossible to tell from like 10 feet away which Yeah, for which. some reason, I it's saw not the, your fault. I saw the wolf head, and I was like, that's, that's AFR, defini- right? definitely Dungeons and Dragons. I don't yeah. know why I thought that. Because they haven't, there's not very many set symbols that are just like iconic creatures' face. Yeah. And they came out right next to each from, other. From uh, Legions. <laughs> yeah, Actually, that's right. There you go. Judge question on this. Uh-huh. You cast Galvanic inter- Iteration, mm-hmm. you flash it back immediately. Yeah, you get two cop or three copies total of the next spell. Okay, right? Because <laughs> well, cause, yeah, and you, you'll do you'll make that play sometimes because that's how your mana works out. So you cast Galvanic Iteration, which means you get two copies of your next spell, and then you flash back Galvanic Iteration, which means you get two copies of Galvanic Iteration on the stack, right? Which means right. the next spell you cast after that you you're get cast the three one times. that you're casting yeah. and two copies. It doesn't like multiply. No, it's mm-hmm. just it just adds them all up. But yeah, it works. Okay. Oh. Yeah, if you got the mana for it, and that's cool. Sometimes that'll happen if you have like a bunch of mana, and you instead of top decking the alchemist gambit to take another turn, Excuse you me. hit like unexpected windfall, which is all, it's neat that this card gets a lot of play. Mm-hmm. Partly on the back of being an instant, you know, uh, pirates pillage from Ixalan has has kind of gotten a glow up in AFR and has been showing up variously. But this is a really cool card to copy. Right, because yeah. unexpected windfall. It, yeah, it's the two red red as an as an additional cost. You discard a card, and then you draw two cards and make two treasure. But you only have to discard pay the that one card. Cost. Yeah, yeah. So you pay four mana, discard one card, and then draw draw four, four or make, six or whatever. Make yeah, four treasure. Yeah, and make all these treasures. Yeah, and if you have a gold span dragon in, out oh, that doubles your treasures. Um, what oh my I, goodness! What did my opponent do? There's also like you can you can just like send a you know like a bad burn spell or whatever at your goldspan dragon to make treasures cuz that hasn't been nerfed in regular standard right like you know standard is all paper cards with banning still if you in case you've forgotten over the past 6 months what's standard <laughs> um, <laughs> you know it's like we have alchemy and then we have we legacy were saying right that they haven't actually yet released Kamigawa Alchemy. Yeah, that's right. So they we don't know when, but it's this month. So who knows? Maybe by the time you're watching this, like if it We're just came out. We're recording on yeah. March 10th. Yeah, it's Friday and maybe, or sorry, it's Thursday Wait, today. And maybe tomorrow morning they're going to be <laughs> yeah. like, hey, Kamigawa Alchemy is out now. <laughs> right? Like who knows? They haven't told us. They said it was this month. So it, we've, they've got 21 more days, to be honest. Um, but it is kind of weird that we don't know which day that's happening. Yeah. Um, maybe it's because like there's just you know time of recording there's the Kamigawa championship coming up this weekend for historic and alchemy so you can sure check out all the vods of that on the uh, magic esports youtube or whichever it is or their their vods on twitch and yeah like maybe they just want to watch the pros before they decide exactly which cards they're going to release or maybe they'll give give cards buffs or nerfs before they hit the the app is kamigawa championship is that roughly analogous 
to what was a pro tour? I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. To look at the screenshot of like, you know, Ailey and Maria and, and Cedric about to cast it. Right. I got, I get the impression that it's a pro tour. They're going to play two huh. formats, all constructed. That's wild. That and one of the, it's wild that it's alchemy to me. A little, yeah. Um, but I mean, it's a product and they're pushing it. And I mean, the fact that it's alchemy is in line with how last year they're like, hey, the Pro Tour is not a career anymore, right? Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, so so it's like, hey, what do we? What do they want this tournament to be? Let's showcase the format that we care about in the hands of the casuals. How far away are we from Pro Tour Commander? <laughs> right? Oh. That sounds awful. <laughs> yeah, oh. no, like very, very weird. But it's yeah. kind, they're kind of neighbors, right? Like you got alchemy is like, no, I don't know. It's supposed. To, the idea of alchemy is like it's supposed to be kind of like I can just, fun experiment. Cameron just had know. his soul leave his body. I'm sorry, buddy. See the uh, the post the post thing interviews where it's like, yeah, no, I, I felt like I was really well situated in my pod, and then uh, my opponent completely, or uh, you know, the the person I'd allied with completely misevaluated the threat posed <laughs> by my thirty five thirty five non trampling non evasive creature and wrath the board which ruined my entire life and mm. cost me fifteen thousand dollars or whatever <laughs> right like oh the friendships will ruin oh, you think you you think you don't like cyclonic rift now <laughs> wait till there's money on the line yikes oh. i don't think they're gonna I don't, I, I, I don't think commander survives as a tournament tournament no. format yeah i mean i was mostly joking but yeah <laughs> yeah no, I, I know you were yeah okay. but to, then, like, to be clear we yeah. also know nelson was joking but, but it's yeah. weird that alchemy is happening as this this weekend's format right like i I'm, i echo your your sentiments yeah maybe it's because i just don't go on twitter nearly as much as i used to but it feels like i have missed a bunch of hot takes of pro level magic players getting angry that alchemy is one of the formats like i would think that it'd be like this seems like the sort of thing they'd be upset about right meaning no offense yeah i i don't know i didn't i don't i am on twitter more than i should be and i haven't caught too many of those most people who are on twitter yeah exactly Mm -hmm. yeah we're all on twitter more than we should be but i'm on i will come out and admit it uh and no i don't know honestly like from a competitive player set like i know it's supposed to be like the brewing ground or whatever yeah and then people the player base has also complained like it's this huge cash grab like you can you can have fun and build new decks and play with with weird cards they get rebalanced every week but they don't give you any wild cards back when they rebalance them so they just keep taking your money um and that's legit but the pros i think are just like well this is just different standard like it's yeah, like it's... another competitive playground for us to try to solve right hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm Ah, this great. is where we're playing now. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, fair enough. Uh, what was it? There was one other thing we were going to talk about, um, and now I can't remember what it was. Well, we were going to oh, touch on our open. sealed. And oh, right. And we were going to talk about gladiator. Gladiator. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I we can, can breathe, we can breathe through the sealed. Yeah. The arena open. Cameron, did you participate? No. Great. No, I did not. <laughs> I threw five thousand gems into going two and three. It was a b- very bad pool, and my opponent's decks were all better than mine. Nelson, how did you do? <laughs> I put fifteen thousand gems into going three one two one 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 in the traditional queue. Oof. So I got some prizes back. Like yeah. I, I trying to remember if maybe I went three one twice because you. What do you get for three one? You get three one. You get like half your entry fee. Okay, I think you get two or three thousand gems. So it was still a bad day overall. I did like lose a bunch of gems, but I I don't know. I played a lot of magic. I played my heart out, and I made at least one bad mistake. I like forgot one of my. Uh, 
samurais was going to have uh attacks alone trigger oh yeah and so i like planned to turn wrong and then like went through with it and then by the end of the turn i was like oh i could have been not dead for one more turn so i, I was probably still losing that you match that, anyway but you do that thing where it's I like a punt. i caught a punt yeah where like you've been attacking with the one samurai for so many turns that you just think that it's an innate thing of attacking at all and then you attack with more mm-hmm. than one creature mm-hmm. and the trigger didn't happen what's going oh because yeah, i attacked just, with two creatures oh no yeah, yeah suddenly you're just like oh right you're just a one three the other yeah. the other funny mistake i made was uh so i'm almost dead they flash in the ninja that's a five five i'm at five but i have march at wretched sorrow but they have the kiki jiki uh side of the fable of the mirror breaker right that's gonna kill me like for sure right mm. uh if i don't just die to this five five ninja and i'm like oh, i gotta kill the ninja because it's gonna kill me right no, I can just gain five life and kill Kiki Jiki, and then I can stabilize against the vanilla five five after that. But I missed that in the moment and just killed the ninja, and then I'm like at ten, and then I'm like, oh, oops, because oh, March of Wretched Sorrow gains you life, so right. you can take combat damage if you gain life, which is like a weird punt. I think it's the first punt I can remember where I'm like, I forgot that my life gain would save me. I can't remember <laughs> like ever right. ever forgetting the benefits of life gain as a key strategic point. Right. You know what I mean? Usually life gain is like incidental. Right. And, but like, and matters like if you're blocking with lifelink or something. Right. But it, yeah, like just a, kind of like an arithmetic error almost. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be like if I had a healing salve in my hand that I just forget to cast targeting myself. Right. You know I mean? It's right. like a funny, like, you know, mistake that I think it's more like a veteran to make than a new player, if that makes sense. No, that makes sense to yeah. me. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I played magic all day and did not make day two. <laughs> Tried uh, really hard with like three or four different pools. Bummer. <laughs> yeah. So it was fun. I don't know. The format's I fine. Just, Sealed format's I fine. love draft in this format, and mm-hmm. I have had very poor experiences outside of the PPR. Mm-hmm. I've had very f- poor experiences with Sealed. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, the the draft environment for Kamigawa is just so good. Yeah, and feels so powerful. Right, like the the feel of all these cards really contributes to you having a good time even if your deck isn't terribly powerful it feels like it does something right like even if you put together a solid b tier samurai deck and just kind of get stomped at least there are triggers happening right there are lights going off and you're like ah yes endorphins are occurring in my brain (laughs) yeah i totally agree i think it's part of what we, it's like the good side of the packs being all playables, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like back in the day, there were bad cards in the packs of magic cards to try to weed out the good from the bad drafters. Like if you draft the right cards, you win a draft. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, you can build a deck out of any of the cards in the packs and your deck will do its thing. And your opponent's deck might also do the, their thing and be more powerful, but you feel like you played. Yes. Right. I've had some decks that I thought were going to seven win for sure. And it's like three, three and you're done or mm-hmm. two, three and you're done. And uh, when I look back, it's just like, yeah, my opponent's decks were all really good. Yeah. It's good. Good draft format. Yeah. All right. Cool. So then uh, this past weekend also was the gladiator games. Now about last June. When did we do when the great it? big gladiator games? Was it last year or the year before? It was it was last year. Okay. It was sometime last year we we did a big stream of a massive gladiator tournament, but uh, that's that's actually something that they do every set. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Is the is 
not to the scale that we did, but they do a Gladiator games. By they, I mean the folks at the Gladiator Discord, which is open, and you should check out if you like Gladiator. Um, and if you don't know what Gladiator is, it's a well, it's it's like it's as close as you can get to Highlander on Arena. It's a hundred cards singleton format with with whatever's available on Arena. A small band list. Yeah, very small little band list. Uh, anyway, it's super fun. And uh, every set they do uh, Gladiator games. And uh, you were um, you were fighting in the one, the Kamigawa one. I jumped in and, again, played hard. Uh, yeah, I played Wheeler's Bant Blink deck from the night before on our F&PF. Mm. Right. Well, I mean, that that's a format you're pretty familiar with from Highlander, right? Yeah, it, I mean, it is the closest thing to Canadian Highlander that you can do on uh, Arena. I guess it's, or, like, well, even closer to being German Highlander because it uses a band list instead of a points list. Like, it's not format, but, like, uh, deck archetype. Right. Oh, yeah, sorry, you meant the deck Yeah, that's yeah. right. The yeah. band deck um, does a bunch of the same things that my Canadian Highlander band deck was doing three years ago, and mm-hmm. band Blink is, like, an archetype. I've put a bunch of reps, like, several tournaments in a row and several three ones i don't know if i ever won with band blink but i was like aiming to win a monday night with band blink because i really like it um and it's the same kind of end game lock you're trying to go for you're just not as uh, as reliably getting there uh on arena but there's still tons of great plays and the play style is the same and you have you have the ephemerate you have the resto angel Mm -hmm. um and like the the end game i was talking about is time warp with soul herder and eternal witness although it's it's timeless witness on mtg right now but that's fine you still can like set up the the lock um so the game has this sort of combo potential while playing getting to play like a bunch of mana dorks and like little creatures that are kind of good in the early game um and pretty good at staying alive and also pretty good at like Hmm. smoothing out its draw with you know elvish visionaries and um sylvan rangers you know that kind of like mana smoothing cards you know sort of the wood elf type creatures uh and then also just getting to play some like big fun creatures like thrag tusk yeah yeah <laughs> like I, I, it could oh, play gear hulks if you wanted to yeah right yeah like the the bant blink strategy is really interesting because it's a lot of like really interesting clever things and also just like enormous green dudes that have an etb effect yeah right yeah. like that are good when you just flop them normally yeah, exactly. It plays it's a good deck that plays a bunch of good cards. Mm-hmm. Um, I went three and two, so not like the most um, the most amazing performance. I believe I did make a punt somewhere in my second round to lose to Bison, who who went really far. I'm not sure if Bison won four or five, but they were they were doing really well on this also very cool Grixis mid range deck. Which the Grixis sort sort of like an uh, an analogy or analogous to Grixis Control from our, uh, mm-hmm. our Canadian Highlander scene. Um, but, like, maybe a little bit more proactive, just a little bit lower curve. If you're going to... If you can't have all the most powerful cards in all of Magic, just try to keep your curve as low as possible. But mm. but tons of powerful stuff. And we had a great match back and forth that came right down to the wire. And then the last round, uh, I might have also made a mistake somewhere in there. I was trying so hard, but I lost to a player on uh, black-white mid-range control, which, like, get a bunch of tokens and have powerful sacrifice outlets to to blow up your opponent's stuff the same kind of it's one of the archetypes from standard it looks pretty similar in the uh mm. in the gladiator form but that match is kind of abysmal <laughs> for the band <laughs> blink deck they just have like a recurring ways to remove your stuff and make you sacrifice your creatures it's like okay yeah that is good against land worlds right yeah. Right, yeah. right uh but i had a really good time cool um, okay and yeah it was like Everybody had, I don't know, I didn't see anyone in the chat of the of the Twitch 
being a jerk or anything like everyone's generally like pumping each other up you know when you play tournaments on mtg melee you can chat with your opponent like as if it's magic online instead right. of normally on arena it's just like hello and then like maybe you know if you want to be a jerk you're like spamming good game and if you have some funny emotes related to you you can like make your hedron cry when they win or whatever right like, right that's the extent of the communication but like you know all of my opponents after the match were like wow close one great games good luck next round so that's that was nice and when we were doing I paper magic tournaments when we were yeah when we were doing the great big gladiator games it was just like it was just a universally cool experience with nice folks hmm. so that was that was good i i uh hope we can do another one of those at some point because that was Still can't remember. I think it was in July. I think I think we pushed it back last year, and it ended up being in July. Hmm. So, who knows? I should really join the the Gladiator Discord and just hang out. It's a fun seem like good good folk. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, it's a good scene. Okay. What's the remind me what the what's the situation on the rebalanced cards? Right. Okay. So we figured this out eventually. Although there was like a weird hiccup. Yeah. Don't save your Gladiator deck as limited rebalanced. Save it, which is an option. I have no idea why Arena has an option for saving decks called Limited Rebalanced. That's... I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Um, but I suppose it's for people who casually want to play these cards. Okay, uh, yeah. In a 40-card yeah. deck? Without deck constraints. Like, maybe maybe Arena thought, either the developers thought, yeah, someone's going to want to play a deck with 40 or 35 Faceless Havens, so let's let them. Or okay. something like that. Okay, you know? sure. I don't yeah. know. But anyways, there was one player who like who submitted their deck like that, and they managed to have like a, a faceless haven that was a three three instead of a four three or whatever in their deck, and and it came up in the like LR Slack the day before. Like, how do we how do we save Gladiator decks again? Mm-hmm. I always forget, and we were going through it. So the deal is here's I'm getting to the point. Sorry, taking forever. <laughs> getting to the point. You may play the arena only cards. But you may not play the rebalanced standard cards. You must yes. play the regular standard cards. So, like, everything that's a paper card, you can play in Gladiator. And everything... As its paper form. In the paper form, yes. But everything Just, that's digital only is also fine. Okay. Yes. yes. Okay. So you, digital, can, you can play, like, Sarkhan, Wanderer of Shiv, or whatever. Yeah, you, you can play the alchemy cards, but if there is a paper card, it takes precedence. Yeah, it's, well, like the cards with the alchemy set or whatever, like those yeah. ones, like discover the formula you can mm-hmm. play. Yes, and they they might rebalance that card from time to time, like from ones from right. the alchemy release, and you'll just play whatever version is available. Like they're um, not going to give you two two chances. Of what's those. Davriel's Withering? Davriel's Withering yeah, or like, Townraiser Tyrant? That's Town the one Razor they've changed Tyrant. twice now. Right, mm-hmm. that's been nerfed twice, hasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So Townraiser Tyrant, you can play, and you'll. There's only one Townraiser Tyrant, so don't worry about it. Just yeah. just put a Townraiser Tyrant in your deck; it'll be fine. But for um, Alrin's Epiphany, you can only play the one, the good one, the good one, the good one. Yeah, yeah, the exactly. one that's the one that was originally printed on paper. Yeah, okay. But you can't play like Nexus of Fate or Oko or Field of the Dead, or maybe I think maybe Tefri Time Raveler. There is a ba- the ban list is right there on the Discord. It's like five cards. It's, it's not very that many. small. Yeah. yeah, Nissa who shakes the world is back. You can play yeah. her. She oh. got she got unbanned. Yeah, but like yeah, the Gladiator ban list is a, a list you read and you're like good. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and they cool. talk about other cards. I think Natural Order got on there too. Mm-hmm. I think oh right, because of all right, because all the archive, the right. the mystical archive is. But all. like, you can play Keys to the Archive, and you can play Time Warp. Like that's not banned. It was in my deck. Yeah, Time Warp at least. But Keys to the Archive seems sweet and Gladiator cool. too. Yeah, it's a really fun format. And uh, <laughs> one of our friends, Amethyst, even said like, "Yeah, you know, finding matches does take a second 
uh, you got to go to the Discord and find find a, a person who is also looking for a game at the same time. I don't, it's never taken me more than five minutes, but it takes a couple of minutes. It's slower than just hitting the play button. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Amethyst just said like, I just play my Gladiator decks in the historic queue. <laughs> and so like you got to cut if you're going to do that, you have to cut your brainstorm and your memory lapse or whatever in your time warp. But you know, it's like you can still yeah, just not? get you get games yeah, in actually, quick. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah. yeah, your win rate's probably fine. <laughs> I don't know. All right, cool. Well, yeah. Uh, so yeah. Definitely play Gladiator if not playing Gladiator yet. It's nice. great. I hadn't even thought of just like taking my Gladiator deck into the historic queue, but that's good. Yeah, you're right? allowed. To, yeah, if you just want to see what it does, you know, you're like, does this yeah. work? Do yeah. I have enough mana dorks or like, do yeah, I have I enough black can... sources? Like, it's, it, I, I guess it's like queuing for a vintage tournament with your Highlander deck. Yeah, it's legal. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. All right, cool. Well, um, that was a fun uh, catch-up of a bunch of different things. Uh, but I think that is going to do it for this episode of Tap Tap Conceit. Uh, if you want to get yourself some cards that probably aren't going to be relevant for Gladiator, but you could maybe play some Canadian Highlander or something else in paper, some of the standard decks Nelson was talking about, you can get yourself some real cardboard from cardkingdom.com slash LRR. Head over there, let them know that we sent you, get yourself a little button. It says Math is for Blockers. Uh, also, the show and everything we do is brought to you by you and your kind support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash loading ready run. That is it for this week. I have been Graham, joined by Cameron what? and Nelson. Present. Paul's been running tech. Heather gets these online. Thank you all so much for listening. I will talk to you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.